right around the corner. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where Wednesday is mug day with $7 Cousin Cocktails, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back. It's the second hour of the program. We're here until noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Uh, the Cubs making some moves, Trent. Stephen Brault, they got him. They got the guy, Stephen Brault. What's he do? Pitcher? He's a pitcher. Does he do it well? Well, no. I mean, <laughs> it's an arm. It's a left-handed arm. Uh, he was 0-3 last year for the uh, for the Pirates. Okay. Raided the Pirates. Got Stephen Brault. Here we go. Trevor Williams last year, remember? Didn't he I, come yeah. from the Pirates? Yes. He's the kid whose dad was in the, would score the games, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, Long grew up as a Cub fan. Yeah, it was a cool story for a while, and then he flamed out. He wasn't out. very good. Yeah, Stephen Brault, I'm guessing, will follow the same You watched path. a lot of Cubs baseball I watch year. a lot of Cubs baseball. I love the Cubs. Watching the, would love the Cubs, watching the Cubs because they're the team that moves the needle. Yes. Here. I'd love to, with the, the case to be the Toronto Blue Jays, but sadly, I don't <laughs> that, believe that day will ever come. The Dodgers, maybe. We'll get to them in a second. Our buddy John uh, Bowenkamp joins us. He's not in Buffalo. The AP has him covering the women's hoopsters. Uh, is the uh, Hawkeyes. Uh, they will play on Friday afternoon. Yes, Friday afternoon. Yes. 310? Love afternoon game. Yeah, you gotta be, can't beat that, right? No deadline? Well, there is, but you'll uh, slide into yeah. that easily. Well, John, good to talk to you. Know, let's start baseball before we get into Iowa. Sure. Because uh, we're all the three of us are such huge baseball friends. Uh, Freddie Freeman going to be a Dodger? I would say that's kind of leaning that way. I mean, I don't, I don't know who out there who out there matches our, our wallet, but uh, somebody may try. But uh, I, I think it's going to happen that way. I wish it would get done. I'm kind of tired of waiting, but we'll see what happens. So, Baseball aside, I'm ready to talk yeah. hoops with you. Bowen Camp. Well, no, I want, because I, I just want to say this. Yeah, yeah. They've already, they're already projected to win 99 games. <laughs> Aren't they really? So I'm taking Freeman, the honor. You're talking, with Freeman, you're talking now minimum 110. Well, okay. Yeah, anyway. So where will Muncie go? Because he didn't he finish the year playing first base for them? He, yeah, but he can play second. Okay. He can play third, you know, uh-huh. so... Yeah, and you have the DH now, so you can just, when oh. you're just plugging in yeah. talent right. everywhere, you know. So, it's an embarrassment yeah. of riches. Sounds it's, like, John, it, really it sounds like to steal your term, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be anyway. definitely fine, and if they're not, they'll just outspend everybody yeah. and they'll still be fine. That's what, right, exactly. What a world that we live in. Yeah, the Dodgers, well, the conversation will come up a lot. At least we get baseball, and mm-hmm. I kind of like the delay. Pushing them back here and pushing them back to April 7th. I think ultimately that's kind of a better thing, though. That first day with the Masters going on, it's going to be tough yeah. viewing. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's you know because because yeah, it's going to be tough, but uh, we'll get through it. Yes. And anyway, it allows us to focus on basketball now. So that's, that's the important. Thing. That's where we are. So starting yeah. with Iowa, let's look back before sure. we look forward. And the Big Ten tournament run, first title since two thousand six. One of the knocks against Fran McCaffrey before last year. It never advanced to the weekend. It never even made it to the semifinals. Does it last year? They lose tough one to Illinois, and of course break through this year. 
with the championship. It, it was such a fun run. So many different ways yeah. that they won these games. Beating Indiana and Purdue back-to-back days in Indianapolis with a huge contingent of fans on both sides there for both days. It was it was something that at least another, you know, one of those negatives that have been against Fran gets taken away with what they did this past weekend. Yeah, and I mean, I, I and you're right. It was, and I and I kind of wrote about that over the weekend. Is that they all want they won all four of those games a different way, and then to go in like you said on Saturday in front of a very very pro Indiana crowd and win, and then to go in on Sunday and beat a team that has given them a lot of problems over the years and gave them a lot of problems this year, you know, and to go in and and to have that toughness because because there was that point late. In the second half, where Purdue had gotten within three, and you kind of felt like, okay, this is the moment. This is the moment when this game's going to be won by one of these two teams. And Iowa really stepped up and delivered this. To me, those two games have really shown the growth of this team and the maturity of this team over the last over the, over this season. Because you know, maybe those are games that they don't win in January, but these are games they're winning now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good sign now as you get into the NCAA tournament that they were able to get these wins in, in, in two games where they were really tested. <coughs> John Bowenkamp is our guest. John, you've covered Iowa basketball for 30 years? 29. 29, Season okay. 29, yeah. Season 29. Do you yeah. recall a player uh, that, I mean, they're, they're the expectation, I mean, and Connor McCaffrey was a great soundbite, by the way. You guys got to love him. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, he, he came out and said, somebody asked him uh, in Indianapolis, did you see this coming? Did you expect this out of Keegan? And he said, honestly, no. Have you seen a guy that that um, didn't have all the expectations, all the hype going into the, to start the season, come as far as he did at the end of the season, that now he's you know AP start uh, first team uh, all uh, all AP and is going to be either I think first second or third uh, player of the year in college. But we thought Luca was going to be really good. We didn't think Keegan right. Murray was going to be this good. Does he remind you anyone as far as the arc? No, I mean I mean this has been because I mean you, you you everybody said and and I agreed with when everybody said this everybody's like. Well, he's going to have a breakout season. Well, this, in my mind, is more than a breakout season. I mean, this has been, I mean, to me, a breakout season is if you double your point production last year. I mean, basically triple it. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it's, and, and it's the way he's played and it's the way he's taken over games. And, um, you know, just, just that progression from freshman year to sophomore year. And then to just, I mean, this, this has been an explosion in my mind. I mean this. This hasn't been a breakout. I mean this has been this has been a pretty big explosion. And and I thought he would have a good season. I did not expect these numbers. I did not expect this kind of of, of domination that he's been able to have against very very good teams in that league. And it and it seems like nobody has really figured out a way to stop him yet. We've talked a lot about, of course, the emergence of Tony Perkins and what he's meant to this uh-huh. team, offensively scoring ability, getting to the rim. He's become a facilitator on top of it. We talked about his assist numbers, how well he is playing. How does this happen? How does the light bulb just seemingly come on out of nowhere? Even when he started as a starter here, after that, uh, when Fran was away with the COVID pause, he didn't play very well right away as a starter. Right. What has changed with Tony Perkins? I think it's just the confidence and, mm-hmm. and, and just getting comfortable. And he also talked about it. And this was something we really didn't know a whole lot about, but he said that he was having some problems with, I'm, I'm guessing it was his right shoulder because he said his shoulder injury 
And the way he able, was able to play in that game in Nebraska when he had 20 points, he said, I knew I could shoot the ball without, without any pain, so I'm guessing it was his right shoulder. But I, I think he's healthy. I mean, I think maybe he was struggling a little bit with some, some soreness and some injuries there in early February. And I, I think right now it, there's, 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 there's a health factor and there's a confidence factor. And I think those two things have made him a really, really good basketball player right now on both ends of the court. And like you said, he's he's distributing the ball, he's shooting the ball well, he's rebounding. You know, I mean, I mean the big rebound game he had against Illinois. Um, you know, and and he's doing all these things. That, you know, this this has been a breakout for him, I think, here in the last few weeks. And so I think I think this is he's going to be a big part of this team now in the future, and he's a big part of it right now just because of all the different things he can do. And he's a tough matchup for a lot of guards just from his size. And his ability, so I think that's what, what's made him right now a very good basketball player. Uh, we saw Josh Agundale not only play but play you know play ten minutes and, and and had a big role and made a couple of big shots. Just and I didn't see this coming. Uh, I thought that was a great move on McCaffrey's part to uh, you know to shut down or not to shut down, but to have a big body that you know that Edie wasn't just going to be able to push out of the way as he made his way to the basket. Does this lead you to believe that uh, that McCaffrey won't hesitate to go to Agundale? As the tournament goes deeper, if there is, I'm not saying another seven foot four guy in their path, but but someone of that uh, of that stature. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know, and I mean, he he got to show that last year in the Big Ten tournament semifinal game when he put him in really late against Kofi Coburn in the first half of that game, just because they were in foul trouble and and you know that sort of thing, and, and he bodied him up. I remember that one play where he just he just bodied up Kofi Coburn. You can get 10 good minutes out of him, and, and he showed that the other day. And you can get 10 good minutes against some very, very big players. So if you run into a team in this tournament, and I don't think you're really going to do that here in, the, in these first couple rounds, but he's somebody that you can count on. And I think that's one of the things, that, and I wrote about this on Monday, you know, Fred McCaffrey hasn't been afraid to go to anybody at some point, whether it's out of necessity or whatever, just to, to shake things up. He's done it. And pretty much every button he's pushed his work here in the last few weeks. And I think that, that, that that's a perfect example of it. It's like, here's a guy that barely played in the tournament. Let's put him in against, against some of the best big men in the country. And he played very well. You know, he gave them what they needed in those 10 minutes. John Bowenkamp joining us from the Associated Press and HawkeyeNation.com. John, it's Richmond coming up. Tomorrow afternoon, boy, sneaks up really fast Love it. as uh, you get ready for <laughs> Buffalo. The press conference is happening in Buffalo right now. I, I don't want to make this just a cakewalk game because it is the NCAA tournament, but Ken and I have been searching for reasons how Richmond can, can even keep it close. It's difficult, at least from our perspective. What scares you about this Spider team? I The experience, and I, and I think everybody's been kind of tweeting about it here this mm-hmm. morning, is but they've got a lot of guys that scored a thousand points in their career, and when you have experienced guys, they don't tend you don't tend to get the the wide eyed look that some teams get when they get in the NCAA tournament. I mean, I think Iowa wins this game, but I think Richmond gives them a challenge, and I, I think the, the the you know this time of year the worst time the worst kind of team you want to play is that one that 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 isn't going to be daunted by the stage. And clearly they're talented. There's a reason why they're in this tournament. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, I think they challenge them tomorrow. I think, I think they give them a good challenge, but I, where I give Iowa the edge is just the simple fact of, of how good they're playing, how well they're playing right now and, and, and the way they've been doing it. And so 
they've been finding ways to win and you know in some games that maybe again like I said earlier games maybe they lose in January and February or you know late January now they're winning those games and so that's why I think that they're really kind of set up well but this is a team that's going to challenge them I think you know, obviously Keegan Murray's going to uh, go go into the draft, right? He's a what did you say, Trent? You saw second overall pick. Yeah, there yesterday? was some tweet that came across wow. my feed. I was also in Vegas at the time, so <laughs> yeah, I I, maybe I was seeing triple. But regardless, yeah, I, he has moved up so oh, far; it's been incredible. It has. So, what about Chris, who's who's going to go through the process? Started to think that uh, that not only might uh, might Coach McCaffrey lose a Murray, he might lose both Murrays. Where are you on that, John? I don't. I don't know about that. I mean. I mean. Again. Again. It, it depends on what they do once they go. Because there's nothing wrong with either one of them. I mean, now clearly nothing wrong with Keegan doing it. There's nothing wrong with Chris going through the process of, you know, what 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 do you see in my game? How can I get better? Where am I at? And there may be some. There may be some teams out there saying, hey, you know, we're interested in you. At which point, he's got a decision to make. But I can see him if he comes back next year having the same kind of progression that his, that his brother had this year. And and so, I mean, so that's going to be the choice I think he has to make is do, do, you, do, you, do you try to go to the NBA and, and, and if something happens, you know, do you play overseas or do you play in G League or do you come back next year and really improve your stock? And I think he has the capability to do that. It's going to be an interesting decision. You wonder if maybe yep. a team says, you know what, we're going to trap you, Keegan, and we're going to bring your brother along with the second-round pick. <laughs> Uh, something just maybe to keep an eye on going forward. And you got those weird twin connections that happen from time to time. Keegan's been so fun to watch. This team has been such an improvement. But ultimately, it comes down to getting to the second weekend. Another one of those knocks against Franny McCaffrey. Looking past the first-round matchup. Providence, South Dakota State. I maintain I'm more scared of the Jackrabbits in the round of 32. How about you? Yes. And you know how I am about the Summit League. Yes, I do. Um, True, yeah. You know, and, and, and I mean, and I, I've seen what they've done this year, and that's a good league. And by the way, everybody's talking, when you talk about the transfer portal, there's a lot of good Summit League guys that have gone into the portal that can really help some, some high major teams next year, but we'll, that's a topic for another time. But, I, but South Dakota State ran through that league undefeated, which means they won mm. at Oral Roberts, they won at North Dakota State, they ran through the, 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 the conference tournament and won. This is a team that hasn't lost for a while. And so it's a team that can shoot the three well. It can do a lot of things well. And, and, and I thought they were highly underseeded in my mind. And, and I think they, they would be a very tough out for, for, for a team in the second round. You know, if they, get, once, if they get that first round win, that gives them a lot of confidence. That becomes a very tough out in the second round. John Camp is our guest. Trent mentioned AP, Hawkeye Nation. Of course, uh, his website, iowacollegehoops.com. Well, let's uh, let's get to Friday, and you'll be covering uh, Bluter's Bunch as they take the floor yep. and begin their tournament. Uh, what kind of draw have they got, and what are the expectations around the ladies? I think that's a really good draw for them. And the thing that has fascinated me is it's a Friday afternoon, and from the last thing I saw on Twitter, there are not a lot of tickets available. How about that? And and that is to me very impressive. It shows what people think of this team and where the women's game is in in the state of Iowa. That they're going to get that support and they're going to get that kind of support in Ames, you know, for the Cyclone women. And I, I think that's such a that's such a great thing for the sport. And and you have two very very talented teams that are going to be playing this weekend in the state. 
Um, I think it's going to be a great thing. But, yeah, it's a great draw for them. And I, and I think playing at home, you know, being the seed that they are and, and the expectations that are there, I think this is going to be a lot of fun for the people who are going to be there. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a fun tournament. And I, I think that, that they get out of this weekend and get to the Sweet 16. Uh, by the way, Caitlin Clark has been named, to no one's surprise, unanimous All-American all by the AP. Yes, that is a shock. Yeah. <laughs> Not a surprise at all. Well, most importantly, you mentioned the Sweet 16. Who do you got in the rematch? Iowa, Iowa State, if we see it. Wow, how about that? I'm going to go with the Hawkeyes. Wow. I mean, I just, again, again, they shared the you rallied way to share the Big Ten title. Go to Indianapolis, win the tournament. They're, they're playing at, a, at such a high level right now. And, uh, and they're what, playing at the level. They're playing at the level that they were at the beginning of the season when they got hit with COVID issues, right? And then you know, and then and never really got back into a rhythm until about late January. Yeah, beat Indiana three times. That Michigan win. Hawkeye women certainly playing well. The wrestlers they depart over to Detroit for NCAA's there. Not a whole lot of big expectations. A disappointing end to the Big Tens. They had, what, four different guys medically forfeit out of the bracket and out of the tournament. Still had automatic bids already locked up here. But the way Penn State's wrestling, even the way Michigan's wrestling right now, boy, it doesn't feel like a whole lot of buzz for this Hawkeye wrestling team. No, it's going to be tough. But but when you have that many guys there, you can, you can score enough points that you can be in the conversation, I think. And, and so what you want to hope is that you know, it, you get some 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 guys to the finals, and I'm not sure who that can be. But you have some very talented wrestlers that have had their ups and downs this year. If they can kind of hit on everything, and Detroit, they've got a chance, but a lot of things have to go right. Uh, has AP given you your marching orders for the second weekend of the tournament, John? No, I, I, I hopefully, if Iowa's still playing, um, I will be in Chicago. Hopefully, um, if they, we can get credentials with Hawkeye Nation. And uh, that's where I'll be next weekend. So good. if not, then my my season ends this weekend. So good. So uh, and then we look forward to Chicago for Big Twelve, Big Ten media football media days. Oh, he's oh, got yeah, a Final Four before that. What are you talking about, Ken? Well, I, that's well, yeah. for John. I'm not oh, sure okay. John will be back on the well, on the you beat. Know, you never know. Well, here's the other thing too. I mean, here's the other thing too. The Iowa women get to the Final Four. Maybe I go there. Minneapolis. So, and and maybe if the men go to the Final Four, maybe I go there. So let's. Yeah, you know, a lot of ways left to go yet. See, on Bourbon Street. How about that, Bowling Camp? <laughs> I, I'm fine with it either okay. way. Good stuff. So. John, thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Of course, AP, Hawkeye Nation, and uh, iowacollegehoops.com is John's website. Thank you, John. Thanks appreciate it. On. Yep. Yep. See you. Take care. Good to talk to you, John Bowen Camp, as we catch up with a uh, good guy, John Bowen Camp. We will uh, catch up with Cappy next. Off to Chicago, we will go. Boy, they're making some moves. If you missed it, Stephen Brault. Is a cub. You gotta fill pieces in. I mean, they can't all be stars. No, I guess not, right? But they could be. Would it, would it kill him to sign a guy you've heard of? You think they're gonna be good? No. I just want him to they be just, relevant. They just signed Suzuki today. Trent, they spent $85 million. I, look, I like that move. I hope that you and I are talking Cubs in August. Well, I do Until too. Until August. I'm also realistic. I mean, we will with Cappy once a week. And Right. Hey, did you see this play? That was good, but what is gonna be our summer conversation? Cards? Yeah. Not the Twins, not the Royals. No, the White Sox. The White Sox. They're, they're, yeah, the White Sox. They will dominate Chicago. And Little we Brewers. Do like the, we do like their uh, uh, their TV team. That makes it better. Oh, Benetti and Stone are terrific listeners. Don't like their fans, including the one that sits in this chair in morning six days. Well, that's because he took your money. That's true. Are, are you, what, now, have you and Robert's got a little uh, head-to-head going God, no, again? I have no expectations well, for he's this. Well, he's, he's got to spot you some games. You would hope so. I needed 20 last year. You did, and you Whoops. went into it even up. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was even. 
Now, how much did how much money did, did you owe? Uh, I think we bet twenty five dollars on who wins the division, and yeah. then it was five bucks for each game Sep- that, that separates that separates. So that was an extra hundred bucks. Twenty five dollar bet that turns into one hundred and twenty five. Well, uh, he needs to spot you games this year. Remember well, he needs got- his own help after seeing his opening day on Bet Rivers. So he got clobbered, huh? Yeah, he's down to fifty bucks. We started with two hundred and fifty. They funded our accounts yesterday with two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. He's down to fifty. We haven't even got to the main bracket. <laughs> Roberts. <laughs> That a boy, Sean Roberts. Firing. Uh, we'll uh, come back with David Kaplan. He's next. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. This has been selected for the biggest tournament of the year. Only one day left for you to join in on the action before the first game tips off tomorrow. And DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a shot to bet just $5 on any team. They have to win. Don't even have to cover. Just win the game. You get $200 in free bets if they do. That's simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings uh, Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with those same game parlays. Just combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings, safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Get out your phone right now and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code when you do. KXNO. Bet five bucks on any college basketball team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. They win. You win with promo code KXNO this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Trent Condon here for the Urologner of Iowa. KXNO listeners, you may remember this. I also want to mention Trent Condon. Listen to how excited Trent is to get a vasectomy. I was excited, Keith, and I'm still excited today. Why? No more this around my house. That peace and quiet can be a part of your home as well. Call the Urology Center of Iowa today and schedule your appointment. 515-400-3550 or iowauro.com. And don't forget, the Big March College Basketball Tournament is... Ooh, welcome to delicious. are on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. We take you up until noon. You know what the music means. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors our next guest. He's David Kaplan. Off we go to the Windy City. Capper, good to catch up with you, Cap. It's been a couple of weeks. You were on vacation. Trent and I were in Vegas. How you been? All good. I was looking for that call. I had a drink in my hand. I was <laughs> in the pool. And I'm like, my guys didn't call me. Uh, my wife's like, I thought you had to do a radio hit. Said, yeah, even only drank one Bloody Mary this morning. I wanted to be somewhat sober for Ken and Trent, but you never called me, so good to be with you. Well, good to be with you, yes. Captain. It's, it's certainly a busy time. I want to get your Trubisky because I know that you and I both agree that we think that he's going to turn it around in Pittsburgh. Condon, on the other yeah. hand, thinks this is an unmitigated disaster. But let's start with the Cubs as they're making some news. No, not Stephen Brault. The Suzuki news is bigger. You were right about Rizzo. Uh, maybe they maybe they were close. Maybe they weren't. There was some kicking of the tires apparently on Schwarber. He's a Philly. What do you know about Suzuki, uh, and who did they have to beat to get him, Cap? They had to beat a number of teams. San Diego was all in to get this guy. Uh, I talked to a friend who scouts in the league who said, 
Dude, the Padres are just bummed. Bummed. They can't believe they lost to the Cubs on this. But Tom Ricketts flew in on Monday into Arizona, and they met. They may have jaunted over to California, but they had multiple meetings on Suzuki. And the deal, I was originally told it was going to be 70. I think there was a little haggling at the last minute. It might push it over 80 plus the posting fee. So, you know, it's a $100 million deal. This is no small addition for the Chicago Cubs. And you had five or six serious suitors that wanted this kid. 27 had an on-base percentage north of 400 the last two years. I believe in nine seasons has not hit less than 300. Last year, 38 home runs. So he is a very talented player. So all of a sudden, if you look at the outfield and go, okay, we've got this kid. Brennan Davis is coming quickly. So Brennan Davis and this kid, I guess Ian Happ slots in as your center fielder. I don't think that they're out there looking for a starting level outfielder right now. And then they're looking for more pitching, bullpen and rotation. I know that they are doing some homework on Zach Granky now again he's 38 this is not right. you know 30 year old Zach Granky but he's still a major league arm you in this shortened spring training you better have eight guys that can start a major league game Stephen Brault could start a major league game again I'm not telling you that that's a guy that's going to win Cy Young but you've got to have guys that can take the ball so you add him you add maybe Granky and then they got to get two or three more bullpen pieces they're far from done so uh, back to Suzuki for a moment. You mentioned some of the numbers offensively. I know he's an outfielder. You said Happ will be in center. Left fielder, right fielder by trade. I saw he's a gold glove winner over in the Japanese league. What kind of defender? Do we know anything deep about him as a defensive player and where he slots in left or right? Yeah, it depends on the timetable for Brennan Davis. Mm-hmm. Is Brennan Davis truly ready to go? Mm-hmm. Is Brennan Davis going to... Make the team? Is he going to be up here in May, June? Is he going to start slowly or be hampered by some type of an injury? And then, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. That's what we're dealing with. So if Brennan Davis stays on the course that they've charted, he's here for the bulk of this season. Now you play him in left. You can move Suzuki to right. Jason Hayward is what he is. He's not going to get better. He is nice. who he is. You've got two more years left at $27 million a year. I don't see them trading him. I don't. I don't think anyone's taking him. I don't think if you put him out there and said, okay, we'll eat $8 million of the month. No one's taking him and paying him $19 million. So I don't believe that you. once Davis gets here, Jason Hayward becomes – you know, like a fourth outfielder. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. God, I love talking baseball with you, Cap. I'm so grateful that they got this done. Yeah, me too. Uh, so me let, too, my man. I know you are. Uh, so let's do this, Cap. Who has a better... Because Frankie Schwindel and Patrick Wisdom snuck up on folks last year. Which one mm-hmm. of those two carries over that success into 2022? Schwindel or Wisdom? If I had to bet on either one, I'm not saying either one's going to, but... If I had to bet on one, I'd bet on Frank Swindell. You know, Patrick Wisdom, good dude. He has a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Strikes out a ton. A ton. Frank Swindell really had not gotten a lot of opportunity in his career. And he's a guy that has you know, lowered his strikeout numbers. He has some pop in the bat. He's not Anthony Rizzo at first, but he's a solid, solid defender. So, yes, 
I, if I had to bet on one of the two, I'm betting on Frank Swindell having a better year. All right, so we know there's not any Rizzo reunion, no Schwarber reunion, there's not going to be a Bryant reunion. So let me ask you this one. Uh, Joe Kelly's a White Sox. Liam Hendricks isn't going anywhere. Craig Kimbrell's still out there. Is there a chance he comes back to the Cubs? What's what's his future? Uh, that would stun me. That would stun me. Not that they wouldn't love to have him. He's a really solid player. But I don't see any scenario where he's back wearing a Cub uniform because the White Sox are not looking to, quote-unquote, give him away. They're just not. They're hoping to get a piece that impacts their team. Plus, he's owed $16 million. Now, I don't think the money is a factor for the Cubs. They've got plenty of money and plenty of room under the uh, competitive balance tax. I just don't. What are you giving up to get him? Mm-hmm. Fair question. Yeah, fair. Hard, hard to kind of go down that route. Who's the favorite in the central in your mind? Is it Milwaukee or St. Louis? Milwaukee. Not even Milwaukee. close? When you got you know, a couple of really good starters at the front of your rotation, mm-hmm. I think I just saw they signed Andrew McCutcheon. He's not the guy he was. Right. He's still yeah. a quality major leaguer. I just don't see a scenario where you look at the Cardinals. I don't know if they have enough pitching. I don't. I mean, do you really believe they have enough pitching? I don't think they do. So we'll find out. You know, Flaherty's got, what, a shoulder? Mm-hmm. So as you deal with that, where are you getting pitching then? Tough to find right now. You're right, Bab. Burns and Woodruff at the top of that rotation. That's, scary. That's a pretty strong right. one, too. Well, let's do the White Sox cap, and they are everybody's pick to come out of the Central Division in the American League. Trent thinks Detroit's going to maybe push them a little bit more or might be the team that pushes them uh, to the finish line. Uh, high expectations on the South side. Yeah, and there should be high expectations on the South side. But are you telling me the Twins are definitely out? Are they out? Well, Trent, uh, I, I guess not, but maybe that's a fan perspective. Remember, I've, I've watched 18 straight playoff losses. It's hard to get excited <laughs> for me. Yeah, but I mean, they went out the other day and got Sonny Gray. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the Minnesota Twins are done. I'm not considering them one of the high-revenue, high-spending teams in the league. I still think the White Sox have holes in their rotation. I do. Not a huge Dallas Keuchel guy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge Dallas Keuchel guy when they signed him. All right, if he was on the market, someone would sign him. He's all right, but go back to why they lost that playoff series. It wasn't because of their offense. They ran into a really good pitching staff with Houston, but that's playoff baseball. Their starting pitching was god-awful. Awful. I wouldn't have re-signed Carlos Rodon for $44 million either. No chance. I was there that game four at guaranteed rate, watching him last two and a third or two and two-thirds innings and look lousy. He was great in April, coming out of spring training, threw a no-hitter, was 99. Everyone's like, oh, my God, what happened? And then as he ran out of gas, he was terrible. So how many innings do you think Carlos Rodon pitched from the All-Star break? Nowhere near as what he did the first half, yeah. I think he pitched 43 innings. What about Kopech? Um, So he got set back by an illness right after the first of the year. He's not even ready to start ramping up for the season, so... They believe there's a chance he's ready for opening day. I'll believe it when I see it. That's A. B, it's always something with this guy. Like, you walk into a stadium and you go, whoa, did you see that guy throw 101? Hmm. Look at that big, strong, good-looking kid. Nice person to deal with. 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Look at that filthy curveball. 
And then you go, hold on a second. He, Tommy John, he got traded from the Red Sox. I know they got Chris Sale, but that's, you don't normally give up arms like that. Okay, that's one red flag. Second red flag, he has Tommy John. Third red flag, I'm getting married after somebody I met for a month, and now eight months later we're going to get divorced, and I'm going to opt out of the season for COVID, and just I'm having some personal issues. Like, it's always something, mm-hmm. and it, I hope he gets all of it addressed. Now there's an illness. Like, it's not – like, Max Scherzer shows up to whatever team he's pitching for, give me the ball, and I'm going nine innings. I just don't think Michael Kopech's that guy. So you better have a contingency plan because you're not getting 180 innings out of him. You're just not. Hmm. Uh, Football-wise, Cap, I like Trubisky. I still think that – I'm not saying that they gave up on him too soon. I don't think he got the coaching he needed because he – I mean, let's face it, in college he had, what, one year as the starter? Cap, I think that – I get why the Steelers made this move. Your thoughts? I get why they did too. Now, we're going to find out, was this all Matt Nagy? I'm not saying that it was all Matt. Mitch had his mistakes. Tommy Waddle keeps screaming to me. 19% 19% of his throws were inaccurate, and that's not just coaching. I get it. But when you're in a system where you're not comfortable, where you have a coach who doesn't believe in you, where you have a coach who sets up a meeting to discuss your questions about the offensive game plans and ghosts you and doesn't show up, and then, oh, God, Nick Foles is banged up. He doesn't look good. We better go back to Mitch, and he saves you. I don't care who he beat. They were NFL teams, and he gets you to the playoffs twice in four years with not very many playmakers, not a very good offensive line, not a very good offensive system. I just think he needed a reset in his life. He went and worked with Brian Dable, and everything I read and everything I hear is he looks like a different player. I'm not expecting Patrick Mahomes. I'm not expecting this guy to go out and win the MVP. But you're telling me that Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing season in 15 years, Mike Tomlin with one of – I don't know, what are they, the top three organizations in the NFL? Got to be. New England, Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, give me one more that consistently, every year, does things the right way. Mike Tomlin's betting his reputation and putting it on Mitchell Trubisky. He believes in him. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Hogan Joby will be coming in to help the defensive front. Going to be a different look up there. We'll see the future in the middle of that defensive line. And, of course, a couple other names. Tariq Cohen, who we didn't get to see last year. He was released. Free agency is here. Not a ton of buzz. They got a long snapper back. I guess that's something. (laughs) Well, what are your thoughts overall on the Bears' free agency signings? I understand what Ryan Poles is doing. What he's doing is what Ryan Pace should have done when he got here. And I love Ryan. I have a good relationship with Ryan Pace. When Ryan Pace got here with John Fox, immediately they should have said, look, folks, this roster is in bad shape. We need to blow it up. We're going to take a few years. We're going to get this thing fixed. We'll give you a team you can be proud of. Instead, no, we think we can compete right away with this team. John Fox, I remember watching the press conference. My second year in Carolina, we took him to the Super Bowl. We're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we could turn this thing around fast here in Chicago. No, you can't. You had zero chance. Look at that roster, what it was. It was horrific. Well, Ryan Poles is smartly coming in going, nah, I don't like him. I don't like him. I'm going to move Khalil Mack because, heaven forbid, he gets hurt again. I can't trade him. Oh, and you're going to take all $63 million? Mm. Done. Second round and a sixth round pick. Everyone's like, that's all you can get? 
they took $63 million of your salary commitment. So he's going to clear the boards. They're going to be awful this year. I'm promising you they are going to finish dead last in the North. I'm just telling you. Detroit has the second overall pick. Detroit has salary room. Detroit has Jared Goff, who's not the greatest quarterback, but let's not forget he did take a team to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was quarterbacking a Super Bowl team. He's not a stiff. So I think Detroit may win seven games, eight games. I think Chicago's like four and thirteen, five and twelve. And uh, I think Detroit is going to be on hard knocks with Dan Campbell. I think that would be pretty good TV. We'll see. That'd be awesome TV. It would be. Cap, good to catch up with you, my friend. Thank you, Capper. Baseball is back. The three of us are By the certainly way, you excited. Want to quit hot take? Yeah, go. Iowa's in the Final Four. Yeah. yeah. How about that one? Who cuts down the nets, Cap? Who's your Who's your pick? Arizona. They're too I good. Like the zone. You like the no zags, huh? No, I don't think so, but. Take the Hawkeyes. I really like that team, and I love Franny. And they're playing well, no doubt about it. Cap, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa, sponsors our buddy David Kaplan. Looking at DraftKings right now. Over, under, Cubs wins this season. It is, um, I'm going to go 73. 74 and a half. Okay. You would take? The under. You would. I think I would. Well, you know what? Tap the brakes a little. I keep forgetting. They got Brault. No, they got Suzuki. Why oh, you gotta, that's what it is. Why you got to go with those little minor signings? They got Suzuki. He's got to start. Hey, you know what? I, I don't know anything about him. I mean, I see his numbers in Japan. How yeah. will they equate over here? Right. Um, For every good, there's a bad. Yeah. yeah. I like Stroman a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like Kyle Hendricks a lot at the top of that rotation. Who else? Uh, Wade Miley. You and I both like Miley. Mm-hmm. Not I mean, he's a middle of the uh, rotation kind of guy. Alzali, if it can, he's hurt, if it finally can come on for him, though, we like the talent. Yeah, but he's hurt. A he's lot. hurt. Um, we'll see. Yeah, wisdom. Swindell, those guys continue on. Who knows? We will take, I would love to do this first. Centurion Stone of Iowa. They make it possible for us to talk with David Kaplan. Iowa's best selection of stone veneer. CenturionStoneOfIowa.com. The showroom, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Trent's play of the day. Circus Sports sponsors. It's next. Miller and Condon, 106.3 K. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings. Buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Do you remember when America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, won their first Super Bowl with Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, and company? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? 
That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or on the Ella Memory sent you. It's time for Trent's Pick of the Day. Brought to you by Circus Sports Iowa. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. We are running out of show, so let's go straight to Trent's play of the day. Circus Sports sponsor. The Panthers on the docket tonight? I don't like that number. Okay. I'll probably Getting three and a half against yeah. the Billikens? Liked it when it was at four and a half a lot more and didn't hit it at that point. Going to be a tight one there. No Panthers for me tonight. Betting both the first four games again. Thank goodness for the NBA. You think I'd ever say mm-hmm. that? Three and one in the NBA this week on my picks, including a winner yesterday, keeping me afloat uh, today. Wright State. You know, they're just outside of Dayton. Okay. And they're not allowed to play Dayton. Dayton won't play them. They're big really? brother, and they won't play Wright State. They're excited to be in the building tonight. Mm-hmm. They get it done. I will grab Wright State in the points. We've talked about Rutgers. We both like Rutgers. We do. I'm going to play Rutgers tonight. So those are the two picks before the bonanza starts tomorrow. Indeed it does. Uh, well, uh, good stuff. Uh, Notre Dame goes down in flames. If you, uh, if you are correct, I, I, I'm on the Scarlet Knights as well. Murph and Andy in at one. The Fanatics at three. Hawkeye Insider tonight with Lice Cow and Skinny Kenny. You know better than I. Well, I don't know if they are or not. That's a normal spot. Tune That's in, find out. Buffalo. It could be tricky. Live Miller and Condon Buffalo. weekdays, 10 to noon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.